you are about to enter into the matrix of our minds, interests, experiences, and conflicts. We are not heroes. We are not villains. We are just hopeful vessels looking to bring information, discussions, and enlightenment. You might not always agree with us, and that's okay. We don't always agree with each other. Here, we'll offer our vulnerable selves to you. So grab your spade as you join us to dig deeper. And welcome to The Trench Effects. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Trench Effects Podcast. My name is Daryl Drabile and I'm so excited to be back it's really been a while since um, we've done this, so I'm super excited for um, this next batch of episodes that we're going to be releasing out to you. And don't worry, I'm not alone. I'm here with my insignificant other, uh, Mr. Tulani Dambuza. Uh, sir, what's happening? You know, it's funny, dude. Um, people generally can't tell the difference between you and I. So, you know, in like the, our last episode before this one, you started it in, the, in a similar tone. And I posted the snippet of your of how of your intro, right? On my WhatsApp. This guy comes back to me and says, Ha, huh, I can't believe you called your co-host insignificant. Then I'm like, when did I say that? Now I'm trying to think about the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, when did I say that? And then he's like, No man, I just watched your your your, your WhatsApp status. I'm like, yo, do, do you even know how I sound? <laughs> like, 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 like <laughs> how, that is not me. Like, that was Daryl talking about me. But thank you. Like, I don't understand. Like, like honestly, at times, people say they can't tell who's who. And especially when you're pretending to, be, to have a deep voice. Like now, because we were oh, having no. a conversation literally five minutes ago. Your tone was different. This is your tone part to that. Hello, guys. You're like, okay. Hello, guys. You know, now you're out here like, yes. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a fantastic 2021. Um, I'm happy for everything. You know, my, my nigga about to hit us with that very white voice. But it's okay, dog. I understand. Oh. Okay, Anywho. see, now I have to cough a bit just to get it. <laughs> <laughs> just to get it Anywho. deeper. Just to get it deeper. Anywho, you know, you know, you, you have to clear out those. <laughs> you know, you have, to, you have to just clear it out, and then it sounds um, extremely deep. Um, too <laughs> deep. I don't wanna pull out. Ah! You don't wanna pull out. In oh, okay. Too okay, bad boy. Deep. <laughs> Did you know it's a song? You know it's a division song, but yes. I know, I know, but I'm asking, <laughs> you clearly don't want to pull out. So. No, but yes. I don't want to pull out from this love, man. This love is just amazing. Mm. Like, that. wait, mm. dude, that was a metaphor in the song, right? No, it wasn't a metaphor, Doug. It was! <laughs> he wasn't it's talking not. about physical... Po- it's not. Doug, Doug, I, no, I'm, I'm serious. No, man, I swear, Doug, I swear I've interpreted the, the song. Listen to the lyrics, no? Let me, because I know these lyrics off by heart, basic, right? I won't let you pull out, giving it all tonight. Duh, 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 duh. And then I forgot something. Da, 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 da. Okay, whatever. And then, um, to the one who makes it, to the one who, who makes, makes you comfortable. comfortable. 
Cause your lips, they got me feeling very vulnerable. Yeah. Way to, wait, the way that you speak to me frequently gets me aroused. Not around, aroused. Yeah. And I think we're in too deep. Don't I wanna pull out. And then, and then, and no, and then in the second, so, 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 so that's the start. That's the fourth place. And then the second verse, right? Um, he, he goes on, um, you know, talking about, you know, uh, um, no, I won't let you pull out again. I'm giving it all to me. I just want to go down. That's how it's supposed to be. And then at the end, she's like, shut up. I'm almost finished. <laughs> so I'm like, um, it's one, so when they go falsero, right? So they clearly in the act. So he's literally saying, I'm in too deep. And obviously it's, it's metaphorical. So. In one sense, they're speaking of the physical aspect, but in another sense, they're speaking of the relational aspect yes. that they're connecting so much. But it's it's both. So they're speaking about both through them doing that act. Um, they're connecting in that way that emotionally they're getting into deep, but also physically, he's in too deep. He's like, ah, nah, I ain't gonna pull out now. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to the. I'm I'm, go, I'm going to the finish line, type of thing. Wait. So that's essentially what he's saying in the song. Nigga, I'm on, I'm, I'm on, um, genius right now, right? Mm-hmm. Listen to this. On a deeper level, this song is about a couple with each spouse. Okay. On a deeper level, the song is about a couple with each spouse realizing they fell so deep in love. They weren't expecting it, but they're okay with it. Lo- they, they, they're okay with the love because now that they have it, they don't want to leave. That's the metaphor. I don't want to pull out. He doesn't want to leave because he's in too no, deep. No, but you see, no, but you see, Tulani, you missed a key point on a deeper level. So as I said, it, yes, it's a metaphor. Remember the metaphor. So, 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 so remember the metaphor, right? Um, there is obviously the surface meaning and the deeper meaning. All right. So I agree that there's that deeper meaning aspect of them being in a relationship shop. But they, they also talk about they're getting within as yes, well on, on yes. the surface. I, I, I'm, so I'm fully, like that one is pretty obvious. But I just want us to talk about how genius these, like the song is. Anyway, um, the song that we're referring to is Division in Too Deep. Uh, it came out, mm. when did it come Wait. Twenty. It was March. No, it actually came out twenty fifteen, but um, well, I listened to it for the first time twenty sixteen on SoundCloud. Actually, <laughs> not even on um, yeah, uh, on, like it, Apple it Music and that stuff. December second, twenty fifteen. Jeez, dude, you know they sampled. Yeah. Yo, they sampled two songs, right? Tell me if you can hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, take it out on me by Justin Bieber. And I, and I take it out on me. Wait, who sampled who? who Division sampled who? for the song. How? I dog, take it out on me came out in 2020. This song came out in 2015. It's not possible oh, for Division to have wait, sampled wait, it. Oh, wait, wait, sorry. Sample, wait. I think just, I, I, I think Justin Bieber sampled it. I'm sorry. I think mm. Justin Bieber sampled it. I know. I think it's an Aaliyah song, if I'm not no, mistaken. No, it's, I it's not Aaliyah. I read about it's uh, Genuine, um, So Anxious. So anxious, na 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 na. Love it when you're talking crazy. 
it's okay, dude. Uh, if you don't know the song, okay, I understand. No, 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 but anyway, know, um, <laughs> this is basically a long intro into what we're going to be talking about in the next episodes. Um, we're going to be doing a recap of 2020. Um, in music, in apparent people getting married, um, in the world of work. And what else, dude? And I think just our personal, I think just our personal reflections will probably touch on that as well. And, and within that, obviously, we'll be touching on different things. Um, I think you've touched on a few of them. Obviously, the music that we, um, liked as well. Um, you spoke about marriage. Uh, we also want to have a chat about, um, our relationship with God and how we connected with God during the lockdown as well. Um, and yeah, I think the rest, I can't remember the rest off the top of my head. Um, the rest, like, just listen to the remainder of these coming episodes to find out. Uh, wait, but we have, we have to do a young disclaimer because there was something else in 2020 that we will not directly talk about. Um, yeah, we will have in, cause it had a lot of consequences. Um, okay. <coughs> We are not COVID-19 experts. Uh, to be honest with you, maybe Daryl knows better. Um, too many things about how it's transmitted and not transmitted come out. I don't know. Uh, we will not be directly talking about the death of, in, in a way, like, ooh. You know, you know those people that track the daily infections? Um, mm. per country and all that stuff, we will not be doing a deep dive on those specific things, mostly because, like, it's all over the news, right? Like, like if you want it for yourself, you can get it there. Do you want to add something, sir? Nah, I'm I'm easy. Okay, um, we've already started um, introing Yana into the first segment of our recap, which is. Music, like everyone that knows Dara and I personally, knows about our love for music. Um, like Daryl loves music so much. If you go through his DMs, he has a link to all his playlists. So have a try. You you might find yourself falling in love with the nigger. But <laughs> but like yeah. Um, sir. Um, what was Firstly, more more exciting for you in 2020, like about the music, like what, like, should we start about what were your top three albums and top three artists of 2020? Okay, so what I'll do to answer this is I'll I'll run it through. So first, so I'll answer your first part, and I'll run it in, th- in two parts. After that, it'll be three parts in total. Because I don't know. So for me, my problem is right is that there's certain albums that came out in 2020 which I really enjoyed. Um, but the problem is that I consume so much of the weekend and future that <laughs> if I were to look at my <laughs> Apple Play feedback, they like top everything. <laughs> and like obviously, some of them are albums from like 2010 or 2015 or something like that. So. They won't count. So I'll, I'll, I'll chat about the albums I listened to the most in terms of hours and also ones which I, which, well, new albums which came out this year, which I really enjoyed. But in terms of music for 2020, 
Um, so a lot of the artists that we very frequently listen to are often based in America or Canada or something like that. And obviously they went into lockdown a lot earlier than us. So for many of them, one thing that I picked up on was that, um, they really took a lot of time to, or rather the albums were very more, uh, much more reflective. I don't know if you got that same thing when you're listening to many of the albums. It really sounded like they had taken time away and were like, okay, now I'm going to craft up something here uh, and cook something up for all my fans and everything. Um, and I mean, many of them were super inspired, uh, probably had a lot of time off from tours and all that. And so they're like, okay, cool. Let's start dropping things down. Um, so that was one thing which I really found interesting with the artists that uh, release projects during the year. But in terms of the projects that I found was my favorites, right? Number one, my boy Brent. Of course, it has to be him. <laughs> ah, ah, okay, okay. Uh, why, why did you... Okay, yeah, uh, state the name of the artist. Uh, the name so, of the album. So, the, so the, album. the artist's name is Brent Fayaz. Mm. Um, the uh, album name is Fuck the World. Um, oh, so I'm a big Brent fan. Like from like 2016, I've been on his case. Um, so literally, I eat up everything that Homeboy releases. But this album, I, I really liked it. It was very different to his previous album. Um, Sanders Sanders, very guitar inspired. I felt like in this newer album that came out, it was a lot more production heavy. Um, and he explored different sounds. Also the themes of it. Um, I kind of felt that he didn't, he wore his heart on his sleeve a lot more. And he was, it was kind of like reading through his journal as opposed to him sitting and crafting out songs. Cause he has a very good pen, but I felt like. This was you having a read through his journal. So he touched on a lot of, you know, obviously there's those toxicity albums. <laughs> there's that one song where it's like, you know, I said, don't come around. If you ain't close to me, I ain't built like them. You got to work for me. The, I'm the, like, the yeah. Name, the name of the song is Fuck the World. Fuck the <laughs> Yeah, was it summer? Is it, is it winter? It's summer. That's summer in London, I think. Mm. Is the one. Yeah. Wait, so it's just like, the yes. World, I'm walking. What does it say? I'm a walking erection. Fuck the world. I'm yeah. a walking erection. And you continue. Your nigga got us texting. <laughs> you said, baby, don't be mad. You know how Brent is. <laughs> He's a bad man, that guy. Um, but so I, I really enjoyed that album. And yeah, though he said it wasn't even an album, he said it was an EP. Um, so he, I really enjoyed that. Um, Bryson Tiller dropped finally. This year, um, anniversary, another album, which was amazing. Really, really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I felt like, cause one thing which I dug about Bryson Tiller's older music was that you felt like he was recording in his room or something, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It sounded like this chant was in, you know, all alone. It's like raining all the time, overcast weather, and it's very contemplative music, which, you know, you're not playing Bryson Tiller at a party. You're playing it late at night when, you're just thinking about stuff or you're having a late night drive okay. and um mm-hmm. okay this is our first discrepancy um wait let me let me first ask you this are you it's, it's are you saying it's, it's your top three right without reservations so it's not necessarily something like this is like your top three album no no so so these are my um favorite albums of the year okay on the okay yeah cool. and let me let you finish 
to get a better okay, understanding. Okay, so so these so these are my favorites. So these aren't the ones I necessarily listened to a lot, though I think two of them I did listen to quite a lot this year. But these are my favorite albums of the year. Um which which I thought, okay, no, these are the best made albums. Uh and then the other one, so <laughs> you caught me off guard when you said it has to be from twenty twenty. <laughs> Because <laughs> there was an album which I didn't listen to before, which I started listening to this year, and it's from 2017, so I won't put it in. Um, but the other album that I really enjoyed was Tiana Taylor's album. Um, I believe it's called The Album. I really like that. Um, I'm also a big fan of hers. I really enjoyed her album called Seven from 2015, and Keep the Same Energy from 2018, I believe was the year that came out. And, Obviously, this one that came out recently, I really felt like, as I listened, just was very, it was a very adult album per se. I don't think as an eighteen-year-old you'll probably appreciate it, because she does touch on more mature subjects, definitely, and just the growth that I've seen in her as an artist as well. The production is fantastic, the singing is great, the way the songs are written. I love the features on as well. My boy Future makes an appearance, and Missy Elliott makes an appearance. I also really dig the song with Erica Badu on as well, where they sample. I think it was they sampled Next Lifetime. Uh, on it. So it was really a, a very, very, very well written album, well produced, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. So those are my three favorite albums of the year. Um, so I don't know. Do you want to give yours? Um, uh, and then wait, okay, we okay, can run through. Okay, let's, like, just, let's just discuss. Um, okay. So, ah, uh, like the, like for, for me, outside of Brent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Bryson's album. Um, if I'm being honest with you, because uh, we both watched the interviews that he did, um, in suspicion yeah. of this album. It, for example, out of time with Drake was made five years ago, right? When he was t- when he was with the touring with the weekend. Um, it yeah. it honestly, for me, it felt like the album is a prelude of what's gonna come. All the songs to this album genuinely feel as if they were what does Joe Button say? They were like loose they were like Lucy's, ne? That he decided I don't know what I don't know what that is. Oh Lucy's. Yeah, like 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 the songs oh, okay. which were just Lucy's. And he decided to put them together and and create an album that he calls the anniversary and and just gives it to us. But in twenty twenty one he might come out with a better concise album. Because he's quite thoughtful with how he does his albums, right? And this one genuinely just felt like he put songs together because his fans have been crying for music. And he had been releasing singles in that period. And the and and, and the Miss I think it's Mrs. Taylor, uh Mrs. Shumpert. Um with her one, I just felt like like it didn't make me wanna go back. At first listen, when you sent me the album like, I genuinely, like, enjoyed it. Like, but my favorite song, actually, one of my favorite songs I still listen to now is um, the one with Christian Cones or King Cones. Tell me how you want it. Uh, 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 uh. But, like, I, I also just didn't feel, I, I didn't feel like I could go back again. I genuinely didn't feel like I could really go back and and listen to it on a consistent basis. I feel like I needed... Like, if I need a mood to listen to an album, right, then for me, it's not a good album because 
it means that if I'm not sad, I'll never listen to it. Or if I'm not happy, I'll never listen to it. Like, I want to be able to wake up and listen to it, regardless of what, mm. or of, of how I feel on that specific day. But if it's mm. very mood-centric, then I'm like, I'm an, like, I, this, this thing, clearly I will not be listening to it. it it's going to have periods in my life. But like, yeah, mm. do, you, do you have anything to, to add to that? So I think we actually differ in that regard because for me, when I listen to music, I listen to it based off of my mood. So I'll like there's certain albums which like so for example, um Kendrick's album To Pimp a Butterfly. Like I may listen to that album two times a year, but if you ask me off the top of your head, what's one of the best rap albums you've ever heard is that? Um, and so I think I kind of differ in that regard where for me, it's not necessarily about having an album that I can listen to at any given time because I use music almost as a form of escape. So it depends on the mood I'm in. Certain songs can take me to where it is that I want or certain albums rather can take me to where it is that I want to go. Like I'm not going to listen to Party Next Door or Kelani or, uh, you know, Brent's or Future at any given moment of every day um it's mostly dependent on the time of the day the atmosphere the mood like certain albums i'll (laughs) or maybe i'm also being a bit much but there's certain albums which i'll only listen to on a particular day of the week (laughs) as well so there's some drake albums or some the weekend albums which i'll listen to on a specific day um and not to say that I, i don't enjoy them on other days like when they came out i listened to them freely but now that they may be five years old or whatever i listen to it on like specific days like for example nothing was the same i love listening to it on a friday afternoon that's like it just makes sense to me but in his maybe i'm just being weird like that um i think with the brent not the brent um the bryson album um i kind of get where you're coming from but i do think that to me this album did sound like it wasn't a bunch of lucy's and it was put together i got a central theme a central mood um all those songs flowed into each other quite well and it was very concise I mean, i don't think it was even over 30 minutes long this album it was maybe like maybe 30 to 40 minutes long but no, it wasn't like i think it was it's like, hour I think it's like 45 it's like 45 really mm, um but it, it, it didn't it's, it's long feel enough extremely the, long. there's like eight or nine songs and they average mm. four minutes mm. okay um but it, it to me didn't feel like it was an extremely long album it, it felt and felt very well put together anyways for me um but anyways i digress um so yeah those are my three favorite albums um i take it you're gonna run through your your favorites um in terms of you know what you listen to the most so let me just quickly run through what i listen to the most um so obviously um so i'm actually looking at my apple play thing um so the times i played albums um the brent album anniversary and party next door his first album they're the ones that i played the most but that's because i was playing specific songs from those albums a lot not necessarily listening to a lot of them but the artists i listened to the most in terms of time was the weekend future <laughs> and party next door <laughs> and then brent fires and elevation worship after that <laughs> um so they i listened to 42 hours of the weekend 29 hours of future uh, 21 hours of party next door. Those are like my top three with the weekend. The album I listened to the most, uh, was definitely his first album. 
um house of balloons like i was playing especially it was during lockdown i was playing that thing like every day <laughs> the whole album from start to finish every day future um a lot of ds2 uh a lot of um also he dropped a new album this year i really enjoyed that as well um and then also a lot of evil as well i listened to that quite a bit and then with party next door um party next door uh, one and party next door two uh, i listened to those quite a bit um those albums diffs got a lot of plays during lockdown because you know you're locked up in the house you can't really move around you're feeling like um, you're in the so, trap <laughs> you know it's feeling like you're house trapped <laughs> you know and also it was cold like you know our lockdown started for march but not continued quite longer than that and so this is obviously moving into may july june which is our winter months and so it was cold you're indoors you can't really move up and down and so you know you're spending a lot of time by yourself thinking about stuff so i just listen to this type of music a lot because of that and you know they transported me into those moods which i wanted to be in um and i was also doing a lot of thinking about life and um you know the relationships in my life and you know what i should do going forward um had all sorts of chips on my shoulders i think that's also why i listen to a lot of future um because he's the guy he gets me going if i have a chip on my shoulder you know to prove my haters wrong or whatever dog you don't have haters Yes, yeah, that's a proverb, proverbial haters. <laughs> 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 and yeah, and so that's why I listen to those devs the most. And how about you, sir? Um, you can give me your favorites, and then from there we'll go to what our disappointments or what our weakest, our weakest albums were. Okay. Run me through it. Um. Okay. So I cheated the system a bit, right? Um, ah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start by, um, for me, um. Like I wanted to differentiate something I listened to it the most and and something that I found as musical like genius, right? Because there's some albums at first listen that make you go, Yo, this was fire. But then if I'm not consistently listening to it, that means that I it was like it was like that it was like meeting a hand for the first time and her blowing your mind and then not having a conversation after and you know like you tell your friend like yo dog i met candace and then you can't and then you ask me next week about candace and then ah there's no conversation between candace you know so that's how i feel about certain albums they're really good at first listen but then they don't have the the legs to withstand time but anyway so, uh, my first one, um, they released like four albums, right? So, Maverick City Music. That's my first one. So, they have, they released three volumes in 2020 and, uh, another album where they feature another gospel music, um, what you call this? Choir. So I'm listing them as one um, album because, I mean, like, there's only so many ways you can praise God, right? Um, and, and yeah, um, I, for me, this is actually number one as, yo, man, I, I needed it. Like, like it was, these are the songs I wake up to, I sleep to. Um, and... And during lockdown, I live alone. Like those were the times where I felt like I needed, 
I needed lifting that wasn't from Eric Thomas and David Goggins. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. I don't. I didn't need someone lifting me up, yelling at me, telling me I'm a lazy ass. I'm a lazy ass fuck. You know, <laughs> I needed. I needed someone spiritual uplifting, and I could listen. I could. Li- I could listen to it in the car. I okay. I can't really listen to it in the gym because I'm trying to get a different energy there. So the only place I can't listen to Maverick City is at the gym and when I'm running. So number two. Also listed as one album, right? Which is the Yanos. Reason being, right? Yo, man. Like, there's only so much they can do with the... How, how, what, what do you call these things? Because they, they don't actually use an actual piano or guitar. Um, they, they can only use the, the systems that they use. I'm trying to look... Help me out with the correct terminology for these things, man. Like, like where you create beats and 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 shit. Uh, I think there's like there's many platforms people use. Yeah, I mean, the, probably the most popular one is Freedy. Well, the most popular one is Freedy Loops, but I'm sure there's many use, others. Use, I doubt they use Freedy Loops, they, they, use, but but they anyway, probably use uh, other things. Yeah, yeah, they probably have their own plan. There's only so much that they can do with it. Like the only differentiating part about these songs, ne, is, are the lyrics to the songs, but the beats feel the same. They're good. I really, they're really good, but yo, man, like, and a new album comes out, like, two, two or three albums come up every week, from, like, some guy from Soweto, some guy from Sosha, and, you like, at, at times, I really could not, what you call this, adjust, like, it was just too much for me, but I have to say that, as concise pieces of albums... Um, there was an album by a guy named Mduva, Ntwanaga uh, God. Um, I really enjoyed all Gabza's uh, albums. Gabza the small albums. I really enjoyed all of them. And the most recent one that I feel like is very underrated is Mr. Jazzy Q and Buster 929, the album. It has uh, quite a few popular songs that I, I, I saw in people's statuses on WhatsApp and and Instagram on social media. So those were as as albums. Oh, and last one, uh, Major League DJs. Um, it has Dina Lady on it, and I felt like that album. I like I listened to it when I was at the gym, and I was like, shit, this might be the first actual album, album, album from the Yanos that I can listen to it fully and not feel like I'm listening to the same song fifteen times. Okay. Um, last one, um, which is unfortunate, <laughs> but like, I'm Here with Daryl's first one, uh, Brent, uh, Fayaz. And, and it's weird, like, I was listening to you speak, right, about why you liked it. Um, for me, you sent this to me, and I remember you'd send me his previous stuff, right? And I'd be like, yo, bro, I'm not about to listen to this. But I was like, no, let me give, let me give Daryl's person a chance, right? So I listened to it. And like, I was thinking about it, like, do we relate to what he's talking about? Or is what he's talking about so emotive that everyone with a pulse can relate to it? In any, in any man with a pulse can relate to it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So are you asking me or you're just saying this out loud? Both. You can answer if you have a question. If you have an answer, I mean. 
Um, I, I think I think I do. I mean, let's be real. You know, he is our age mate. I think actually, or oh, we're around the same age. We're around the same age. Uh, yeah. So there's actually a lot that we can relate to. I believe he's what should be twenty four, twenty five, somewhere around there. Um, and so there's actually a lot that we relate to, and even like you said, the the themes that he touches on. Uh, and I don't even know if it's any guy with a pulse. I think it's probably any guy <laughs> who just listens to him, period. Like there's some hard niggas I know who listen to this gent and like they can speak in tears with their, in their eyes when they chat about Brent because he, he kind of, he says the things we think, which we don't want to say out loud in and, a way. And, and he says it, especially in this album, it's in such a raw and unfiltered, unfiltered way. <laughs> that like it's like you know what i i relate to this guy and i think you probably hit it on the head where it's like his power is that we in a way relate to him and i guess because we're in the same age group like the way the you know the things you'll speak about is things that we typically experience as well yeah man like oh but 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 i have to add though it's like the Actually, he doesn't talk about money directly, like having a lot of money. He talks about the experiences that he's experienced from the opposite sex as a result of having a lot of money. I don't directly relate to that because I am not in Paris having sex with three women at the same time. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? But he doesn't, but I don't know, like he doesn't, like, you know, when you listen to him, he doesn't speak about it to that degree like it's not like future will rap about having a no, menage and, no wait, you know me, in dubai me, or something so so he will be like yeah however he talks about the repercussion of that future tells mm. us about yo this is me in dubai with three women right he goes yeah i was in paris with three women and emotionally, I didn't feel like I loved myself after that. You know, <laughs> like, like, like it's some sappy shit like that. Like, like emotionally, I just didn't feel like I loved him. I love myself. And I don't think I should be treating women that way. No, you out here on some. What? How do we show? Like, I thought like that was a normal thing that rappers feel once they make money. But, like, that's why I'm, like, I'm almost, even future, like, a bit, like, being able to relate with future. I'm not sure if it's that thing. Like, remember as kids when 50 Cent was coming out of In The Club? Like, you know in the song, mm. many men, many, many, yeah. many, many, men wish death upon me. I don't wish, I don't, I don't have any men wishing death upon me. But that song hit hard. Because cause the beat even has gunshots. Poo, 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 poo. Like you're out here in grade, in grade like eight, screaming, many men, many, many. So I think that's the power of music, right? The power of music is the ability of this person with his words and beat and harmony to make you feel like you, you are with him in whatever that he's saying. Cause when many men came out, he was, he, he had just gotten shot. So you could mm. sense where his emotion was. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of another another album that we like. Ooh, for example, you mentioned the weekend House of Balloons, right? 
Yo, don't take me there. Yo, hey. So, 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 in the, like in the weekend house of balloons, I don't know what what life you have on the side, right? But the weekend when he was recording House of Balloons, he was just he was just coming up, right? He was releasing music, uh, but he wasn't rich, but he was still getting female attention. So, like, there's a song like like the morning. Go put in work, go, go put in work. Like, the song talks about, like, this girl working hard to get his attention. But he doesn't just, he doesn't really feel worthy because it's like, yo, dude, I'm still trying to make it. Like, I'm not what mm. you think I am, right? Yeah. And, and, and those are the parts that make me feel like music is just one of the most amazing pieces of emotional shit ever like yeah in it yeah. i digressed so um i wanted to say that i have i again i have to cheat the system i hope people listen to this right so honorable missions for me are casper Vest, any minute now um really love that really 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 love that um the weekend after hours you know it's weird with this one with the 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 after hours album came out literally two weeks after a breakup I had just before I lost that home <laughs> perfect timing <laughs> so yeah, you know there's like you know hardest to love, oh my gosh, oh da, 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 um, to let me go, yeah. And I can't. <laughs> You're going through a lot, huh? And then, um, Lil Baby, Ugly. Um, yeah. I know you're not a fan of Lil Baby, but like, um, I genuinely really enjoyed. He, he, I felt like he had improved as a rapper. I felt mm. like he had basically, like, been able to put beats into out into songs and make them an album. Because the contrary mm. of this was Gano released Wana. And I felt like I was listening to the same song 15 times. Like, you can only tell yeah. me... You can, I can only listen to having sex with multiple women, uh, been selling drugs my whole life, <laughs> and I'm rich as fuck in so many ways, right? Yeah. Like, I can only hear that in so many ways. And then, uh, again, this is something that, uh, we and you and I have fought about and division. I think the album is called Dangerous City. That was actually quite high also on my, it was top four in my Apple. Um, I really enjoyed it. I genuinely really mm. enjoyed it. Like for me, division has never put a foot wrong. Um, you'll give me, you'll give me your thoughts we'll after. Debate this. You, you'll, you'll give me your thoughts after. And um She Ikru. I pronounced that right, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, she Ikru, eh? Yeah, no. She Ikru. Yeah. Um he released like four albums, no, three or two albums um in twenty twenty. <coughs> Again, one of those things where he's around our <coughs> no, okay. I wouldn't say he's around our age. No, nah, I, like I think twenty in years matu- old. Yeah, I think. yeah, in maturity he's because obviously as a rapper, your maturity levels grow up. You get to experience things way before. So at his mm. age, he's experiencing what we're experiencing now. 
So his music is like I remember when I, when I, when you listen to Decline, right? And you're like, "What?" And you're like, "No <laughs> ways. No ways." Um Justin Bieber, uh the name of the album oh. is Changes. Um, oh no, no, please. Okay, but it's fine. You you carry on. You no, carry I on. no, I get it when I'm done. You'll have your thoughts on my list cuz I had thoughts on your list. Uh Changes not his best work right but okay uh did you watch the series um the the youtube series no okay so for me i watched the full youtube series before the album came out and i could relate the songs to most of the things that he was saying if you actually watch the youtube videos i send you you would have had a different relation to the album just say okay i'm nah, done I, I don't think i don't think it would have changed <laughs> I, I i don't think it would have changed okay i'm done uh you can tell me your negativity okay let me give my honorary mentions quick um i, I won't go into too much detail but um pop smoke shoot for the stars aim for the moon um that's i i enjoy pop smoke may rest in peace um i really liked his music i also enjoyed meet the Wu too uh baby wait, Pluto. wait sorry M- meet the wu yeah. 2 was in 2019 so we can't mention that no it was, it was 2020 so, so it was meet the wu came out 2019 meet the wu came out 2019 uh meet, meet the, the wu 2 is the one with shake the room right uh i'm not sure let me Ge- just check it has shake the room invisible foreigner um, yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I also okay. Cool. I also enjoyed that. Yeah, it uh, came out Feb. Came I, out Feb. I, I, I feel that album is way better than the, than than what Fifty Cent and them did after. Anyway, continue. Mm. Okay. Um. Then also the Pluto Baby Pluto album with Future and Uzi Vert. Like, oh my word! Like that album made me want to go fight or something. Like it just it did things to me. It did things to me. Like I just I love and it was produced by DJ Esco. So, and you know, Future and DJ Esco together are a absolutely lethal combination. And I think it's, it had been a while since they had worked on a long project together. So it was great to hear them, um, together on that project. And then the other honorary mention I have is not actually an album. It's more, it was like a, a, a pack of songs. Those was old songs, but I liked Party Pack by Party Next Door. Uh, it had all all those songs on YouTube which you couldn't listen to, yeah, because they were never released. Like Persian Rugs, like I I really like that song. Um, and then the other honorary mention is um Wizkid's album. Um, oh, holy shit! Sorry, uh, I I also have to add um, Burner Boy, um, African Giant. Really enjoyed that. No, no, that came out last year. Yeah, in twenty in twenty twenty one, bro. No, sorry, so no, no, not last year, um, 2019. No. African Giant came out. Yeah, so, um, Burner Boy's new album is. That's what. It's, it's not, it's not African, African Giant. Giant. I swear. No, nah, the it one isn't. you're talking about is called something else. The one with Pull Up. It isn't. Twice, twice as tall came oh, okay, out last sorry. year. I was referring to twice, yeah. twice, twice as tall. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Continue. So, um, I liked Wiz because I'm made in Lagos. That was a really good album. I'm reckless. Oh my, oh, oh my word. And from the moment I heard that song, I was like, yes, this is what I need. I'm um, sorry, I really dig this kid's album. Um, hey everyone, 
thank you for listening to the episode um really appreciated and i just want to reiterate um can you please please like it's hard to really what you call this go on apple podcasts um or spotify's top uh, charts unless people share like or rate uh, our podcast on those specific platforms and whenever you do that you assist us in moving forward so may please those who are already doing that may please continue if you're not doing that already can you please start and may share it to your friends and family um thank you um i hope you get to listen to the albums that we suggested or the ones that we enjoyed for the year and tell us how you feel to all those that complain that i'm too loud <laughs> and they need like whenever i speak um they basically think that i'm about to blow up the eardrums i'm really sorry i just get too excited at times thank you for listening i appreciate it